2: Streaming
0: live soon.
1: Please stand by.
2: We'll be streaming
0: live soon.
3: Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. If you notice that song, song there, there uh, it's the, it's the favorite, favorite song from, from a man, a man from, from Brunswick, Brunswick Georgia. Bob, Bob Rice, <laughs> uh, which, is
2: uh, which is in heaven,
3: heaven, of course. And Mary Blanche, mm-hmm. he is, he is, he is he here, here with, us. with us. But I, but think, I think in heaven, heaven Bob, Bob Rice is singing
1: Probably so. What a joy to have met Bob Rice. Bob
3: Rice. What a blessing. He lived a long life in the 90s. So welcome to you this morning.
2: Uh, uh, I, just I just want to, want to, to say, say that there's going, going to be a, be a union,
3: union this, this weekend. weekend. Uh, it's Saturday uh, uh, via uh, two, two sessions, sessions on, on Friday, Friday night, night. Two, two sessions in the, in the morning, morning of about, about an hour each. An hour each. Uh, Betty, very uh, will, will preach in ministry. I'll preach in ministry. And, of, and course of course, with us will be Kathy. And Kathy will do everything that we can not do.
2: Amen. Amen. Give a, give a testimony, testimony and talk, and talk about, about uh, the Brazil the ministry, ministry and
3: how and she's, how she's doing. doing. And so, and so uh, we have we been, been told that uh, Delta
2: is uh, uh, already, already fly fly flying to Brazil to, to Sao Paulo. <laughs> and so there's something happened there.
3: Today we have with us Art Drackenmiller. For those of you in Atlanta Bible study, Art is just a blessing to us in, in all kinds of areas. He's part of our board. But at the same time, he has a man that has a lot of wisdom, and uh, and it's good to hear him. And also, uh, I know I'm, I'm I sign up for his uh, blog, yeah. mm-hmm. and every every now and then I get a blog from Art Dracken Miller, and I love to read it. So, thank you, Art, for being with us and sharing this morning, and he- and sharing life with us, Art and Tina Draken Miller, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Bible study. If you don't know Tina, you don't know good food. Mm-hmm. Right. She cooks the best chicken, Hawaii chicken, whatever that is. It just rings the bell all over the room. So love you, Tina, and good to, to be with you, you folks out there in, in Marietta, Georgia. John, you're going to sing a song.
1: Let's sing a song okay. The Father's House. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on this journey I get lost in my mistakes What looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength My story isn't over, my story's just begun Failure won't define me, cause that's what my father does
0: Failure won't define me, cause that's what my father does Lay your burdens down, Ooh, here in the Father's house. Check your shame at the door, cause it ain't welcome anymore, Ooh, you're in the Father's house.
1: The arrival's not the end game, the journey's where you are. You never wanted perfect, you just wanted my heart. And the story isn't over, if the story isn't good. The failure's never final, when the father's in the room. The
0: failure's never final. When the Father's in the room, ooh, lay your burdens down, ooh, here in the Father's house. Check your shame at the door, cause it ain't welcome anymore, ooh,
2: you're in the Father's house.
1: Prodigals come home, prodigals come home. The helpless find hope. Love is on the move when the father's in the room. Prison doors fling wide, the dead come to life. Love is on the move when the father's in the room. Miracles take
0: place. The cynical find faith Love is breaking through When the Father's in the room Jericho walls are quaking Strongholds now are shaking Love is breaking through When the Father's in the room Love is breaking through When the Father's in the room Lay your burdens down. Ooh. Here in the, the father's, father's house. Get check your chain, chain at, at the door. Cause it ain't welcome anymore. Ooh. You're, you're in the Father's. House. One more time. Ooh. Lay your burdens down. Check your shame at the door cause it ain't welcome anymore Ooh, you're in the Father's house
3: Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I just learned to play the piano a few months, minutes ago.
1: Sounds beautiful.
3: Amen. And John did a great job on this song. Sometimes on this journey... I get lost in my mistakes. Mm. What looks to me like weakness, it's a canvas for your strength. My story isn't over. My story has begun, just begun. Failure won't define me because that's what my father does. Failure won't define me because that's what my father does. And so I want to pray with you that perhaps is battling with a failure, struggling to get out of it. And uh, it seems like you don't get it right all the time and you feel bad about yourself. Heavenly Father, I ask you, Lord Jesus, this morning that you encourage God. Your Holy Spirit comes to encourage and to renew and to strengthen God. Those uh, Those that are with us this morning, Father God, I just pray that you bless them, God, abundantly. Bless them, Lord. Remove from them the thought that they're second class. Remove from them the thought that they don't have any purpose in yes, life. God. Remove from them the idea that that, that, that they're, 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 they're angry in themselves about something that for them is more important than anything else. God, quiet them down inside, God, and let them know that they're precious in your sight. They're precious as to who they are. You have made them. You have created them. And there's no reason, God, for them to feel the way they feel. You never want it perfect. You just wanted my heart. And the story isn't over. The story isn't good. Failure never final when the father is in the room. Failure is never final when the father is in the room. So, prodigals come home. The helpless find hope. Love is on the move when the father is in the room. Prison doors fling wide the dead come to life. Love is in the move when the father's in the room. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord minister to you this morning and, and speak to you that you're okay. God has a purpose in your life. You're okay. Amen. Well, let's listen to to Art Miller this morning. What a joy to have you, brother.
2: Thank you.
3: And to be with you, Art. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, not because of the chicken and rice thing we just became friends and uh I don't know how long we've been together we've been that Bible study moved a couple of times and I see you there and Tina sitting there somewhere but it's been a good good thing been a good thing and we look forward to just uh be with you quite a while amen
2: amen. I'm on now?
3: Yes, you are.
2: Okay. Well, uh, good morning, everyone. Um, While John and Rick were singing, I closed my eyes. I thought maybe I was in the Grand Ole Opry or a Gator concert there for a moment. Um, That was some good old-time music there this morning. Thank you, Rick. Um, Tina and I have been walking with... um, with Rick for it's actually nine years, Rick. Nine years this July, just just a month past. Um, personally, I asked you guys, everybody, to be praying for me. I'm flying to Chicago Thursday morning to attend a wedding in my family. Be going Thursday through Saturday. Uh, first time that I've flown in the midst of what's going on, so appreciate your prayers. Um, I want to speak to you this morning about following. Uh, everybody's following something especially if you're in social media you're uh, following people on twitter or wherever um actually i the only social media i'm on is facebook to put up my own messages occasionally but i know but but uh, the fact of the matter is we're all following something um and when i um when i run into people today and have the opportunity to uh share about the lord um I don't tell people I'm a Christian anymore. Uh, the, the term Christian um, has all kinds of connotations to it. In fact, uh, many people in many, many parts of the world, when you bring up the word Christian, uh, you can be in serious trouble. And so, I like to use it to. I like to tell people that I'm a Jesus follower. And um, I picked that up recently. Well, the last couple of years, the church that Tina and I attend with our one of our families. Uh, the pastor there, uh, Justin, um, he, he talks about uh, being a Jesus follower, and, and his, his life is really an example of, of being a Jesus follower. So um, I have a little acrostic that I want to go through with you today. It's the word follow. And um, so if you have a piece of paper handy, you might write down the letters, F-O-L-L-O-W. Uh, in fact, write them down vertically. You can put down a couple of notes by each each of the letters. Um, the letter F to me, the most important word to me in the English language is the, the word um, forgiveness. And um, I could spend this whole time together this morning just talking about forgiveness. It's become a really important word to me because I've come to realize that if you don't have if you're not walking in forgiveness, you um, you're actually in your own prison. If you're walking in unforgiveness, you're in your own prison. You're actually in torment. Um, I won't actually quote part of it this morning, but if you go to Matthew 28 and, and read the parable there about the king who who um, uh, forgives his servant, um, and then that servant goes out and refuses to forgive one of his fellow servants, uh, the king says, uh, he, he says you submit him put him in prison he says submit him to the tormentors and I just have to tell you from my own life experience when um, we're not willing to walk in forgiveness we're in our own torment and um, so um, back in Matthew uh, uh, Jesus tells you, he says, he says you, you forgive others he says if you don't forgive others then your heavenly father won't forgive you but if we go over to Ephesians we find that um, there Paul says, hey, just go ahead and, and forgive. Um, is, there's not even a condition there. He just says, forgive. And so, um, he says, um, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God and Jesus also forgave you. That's Ephesians 4.32. And, um um I, I i want i want to mention two examples uh, we've we've walked with rick for a long time now nine years but um rick is a great example of walking in forgiveness there's uh two times in in that i walk with him that he's come and asked me to forgive him for things or for something that um i really didn't feel like he really needed to ask my forgiveness But being a good brother, I say, well, I forgive you. And that's what we should always do. If somebody comes to us and asks for their forgiveness, uh, so often in in our natural, we say, oh, it wasn't any big thing. Don't worry about it. But when somebody asks your forgiveness, be very prompt to give them forgiveness because to that person, they're concerned about what they've done. And so you offer them forgiveness. And Rick's been a good example of that in my life. And then the other way around, too, and we've done something and we can go to another person and ask their forgiveness in fact uh to the much much as i can today i like to walk in pre-forgiveness that's where uh if you're involved in a conversation and when you get finished with the conversation you just say hey did i say anything to offend you today or anything if i do i want to take care of it right now um and also examining our lives to um see where m- maybe we have um that not forgiving somebody or ask forgiveness uh, another thing is um, about forgiveness is somebody sometimes uh, somebody will come to us and say well you said this and this is the way i took it so I, i'm offended and um, so often in our natural we go back and say well that's not what i said that's not what i said at all but to that person that's their perception of what you said so the best thing you can do is just say, brother, I ask your forgiveness, right? Or sister, I just ask your forgiveness right now for how you perceived what I said or did. So the next letter is O. Um, and that's another important word. And I like to think of obedience being that one. And I have to confess that obedience is probably one of the tough things for me. I've always been a rebellious person. I like to do my own thing. And so obedience has always been a tough one for me. And um, But there's a great scripture in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, 5, and 6, and it says there, he says, uh, Casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And um, that is so important to us to... To, uh, take control of our thoughts, because that's where everything that we do really starts. Um, unfortunately, in the beginning of that passage, well, it's not unfortunate, but in the King James, he uses the word cast, uh, casting down imaginations. And so quite often we think that imaginations are negative, but we have to have positive imaginations. There's not a thing that exists that didn't, wasn't in somebody's mind, um, before it came into being and so everything that's been produced every thought we have it can be it it, it should be positive and then it produces fruit um if we go to the old testament we find several times uh god says that I, i recognize that the imagination of man's heart is evil continually so um we we can we have thoughts and satan wants to put negative thoughts into our heads but the moment we do, we, we should cast those things down. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Um, the uh, part of imagine imagination, uh, part of obedience, too, is... That we're, we're created in the image of God. And, um, as such, we, uh, we reflect his image, or we reflect an image. And if we're walking in obedience with him, then we're, we're, then we're giving a proper reflection to the world of our Heavenly Father. Of course, our Heavenly Father, God, God is all about love. So, um, we have the opportunity, uh, to, to walk in obedience and reflect his image. So obedience is much more than just uh, expecting God to bless us because we're being good. It's much more of a father-son relationship like in my family. Um, back in my wild days, I wasn't a very good reflection of my family. But when I learned to walk in obedience with the standards of my house, the house I grew up in, then I much more reflected What was um, the proper reflection on my family, and so that's the way it is with our heavenly Father, as we walk in obedience with Him, and as He He shows us things through His Word and through prayer, and we walk in that obedience, then we reflect um, His, we we give a proper reflect reflection of His image to the world. Of course, the most important uh, reflection that we give to the world is love so i put i put the two uh, two ls together learning to love l l learning to uh, learn to love and uh love isn't something that um we uh, just grew up with in fact uh, we as 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 children we all have a sinful nature and so we have to learn obedience uh, and then we also have to learn how to love and i have to confess in my life it was a long time before I really learned what it meant to, to love people the way I should love and uh, love that we're talking about here. God is love. His love is unconditional. Uh, the kind of, and we want to have that kind of love, uh, uh, and that kind of love serves others without expecting anything in return. Uh, if we, if we do love that way, then God takes care of blessing us for what comes out of it. We don't have to expect the blessing. So, um, and, um, one of the scriptures, again, quoting Jesus now in matthew five forty four he says, "Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you." Um, I have to confess there's no room for any exceptions in there. We're to love everybody, including our enemies, and that's really tough, and maybe that's really tough for us in this time with so much hate and everything going on in the world, but we have a great opportunity um, to show, shine, shine his light um, through how we love others. And then, of course, uh, in then Jesus' words, again in, in John, he says, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have lo- love one for another. Um The um, the second O of follow, uh, I I use the word opportunity. And um, um, what I like to think about in my life today, I I, I try to really keep this in mind because I talk to a lot of people through the day, a lot of it's on the telephone. But uh, there's an opportunity to bring Jesus. Into every conversation that we have. Um, first of all, if um, if when somebody asks me, uh, you know, like I speak to them about something and they ask me, or well, am I a Christian?" I say, "Well, well, I'm really a Jesus follower." And now you have the opportunity to have Jesus' name in the conversation. And um, as soon as the name Jesus comes in a conversation, things just really change because, first of all, the Holy Spirit shows up. And uh, in that conversation, and the name Jesus, it it it, it affects every one of us, uh, uh, regardless of of our walk. So oftentimes, just by saying I'm a Jesus Father, we have a great opportunity to get in a conversation uh, that brings Jesus into it. Um, and the scripture we all know, 1 Corinthians 3.15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always, be ready always to give an answer to any man who asks you the reason of the hope that's in you. Now that scripture talks about somebody asking, but uh, by um being, um, uh, just taking the initiative and getting Jesus in the conversation, quite often it, pa- it's, it uh, pops up to be, an opportunity to speak to the Lord, or speak to that person about the Lord because he's in the conversation. Um, in fact, just to mention a book that's, um, that's, um, a, a book that's a fairly recent book. I think I read it about a year ago, but it's written by a local person, a person by the name of Carmen Labarge, um, where she talks about speak the truth, how to bring God back into every conversation. It's uh, fairly inexpensive, just a little 100-page book or so. It's available to you on Kindle. But uh, she, does, she really um, challenged me by reading that book in terms of how to get Jesus into in, in any conversation. And the main thing is just taking the initiative. And say, Lord, I'm about to have a conversation with someone. Uh, I want you to be there with me. And I spent a lot of time on the telephone talking to uh, customer reps and banks and so forth. And I used to have a bad attitude because usually when I have to call one of those people and trying to get something to work, and I used to have an attitude and say, well, I paid for this. Come on, help me get this thing working. But I found that if I just by having a good, uh, positive approach to my phone call and really wanting to ask the Lord to help me speak hope into somebody's life and just bringing the person into conversation, um, For instance, uh, yesterday I was talking to somebody about updating a credit card and and uh, they wanted to know what the new expiration date was. And they said, well, it's July 2025. And I said, that's a long ways off. I'm hoping that Jesus comes before then. Well, I'm talking to a Christian. Suddenly that person opens up and we have a little conversation and edify each other just in those few words by getting his name into the conversation. Other times um, have the opportunity to... uh, to actually uh, speak a word into a person's life, to really, and, uh, really encourage them to seek the Lord.
3: Yeah, Art, can I say something? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, every time you you contact people that uh, you want something done for you—a bank or a doctor's office—or uh, you're going to get that automatic <clears throat> dry response. You know, from that person, really, really dry. And sometimes, you know, you, and I've done this, I just, I'm just, I I just don't like the dryness. And so, you know, I'm trying to get the the lady to call Walmart and, and give me some of that cream to put on my leg. I had a spider bite. And she would just, someone will contact you soon. Ma'am, I don't want you to call me. You're never gonna get me. Now, when you get into a situation like that, what do you do? Uh, uh, and what you're telling me, you already said, is is to, uh, you know, tone down and, and I don't know, whistle a song.
2: <laughs> you
3: yeah. know, uh, ma'am, I want to be kind to you, but it's not working. It's not working. We're not gonna get anywhere with this way, but this is how we do it here. And she goes, "So, have you experienced that?"
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. But um, uh, and, and that's really a good question. And uh, but I think I have already referred to it. I, I mentioned again, uh, uh, and this was somebody from my friend Johnny Enloe, who I walked with for a lot of years. He says, there, "Whenever you get ready to make a phone conversation." Just say, Lord, help me to speak hope into this person's life today. Whatever I do, whatever I say, help it to be to bring hope into that person's life today. And it's just amazing how the Lord, um, with that tenor, how the Lord uh, really does help you to to respond. Really, it's allowing His love to shine through. Now, I don't I don't sing like Rick, so I haven't I haven't tried the chorus yet. I think they'd probably hang up on me if I sang for him. But uh, (laughs) that's a good thought. But thank you, Rick. Uh, good a good comment there. Now the W uh is obviously for walk. And uh, I, uh as scripture there, Colossians one ten says that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's really uh the culmination of all this. And uh, there's many more letters that you could think of or many more words that you could think of even for the letters and follow. And there's many more letters that would be part of another across. But uh, as I just thought about the idea of of being a Jesus follower and taking those six letters and um, uh, uh, committing those, especially the first two, the, the walking in forgiveness is having a like a, almost an attitude of pre-forgiveness. And really walking in, in obedience, again, not obedience to, to get points or get out of voice from God, but recognizing the fact that we are the reflection. We are created in his image. We are created to glorify him. And the way we glorify him is by bringing love to um, just allowing him to be, bring bring love to others through the refl- reflection we are of his image. So, um I'm about to run out of time here, I think it's nine thirty we're looking at right, Rick so if you want to jump back in here and say a few things we'd right. wrap.
3: we wrap, thank you so the word is follow and uh and you're using the word follow as a as a way to to introduce yourself to others that I am a follower a follower of jesus and uh, and of course you know i don't have I don't have any what is the the little Thing on the computer that has a little dove, Instagram. Okay, and uh, and then I don't have Instagram, Twitter. I don't know even. I, I have never been in touch with Twitter. I have never been in touch with Facebook. I mean, I've been and I got out. Never been in. Okay, and so, uh, but we got to find a way to to connect to people, and to relate to people. So. Uh, and the reason why I didn't do Facebook or follow Facebook is because uh, they made me mad when they offended the Christians in little ministry there. So uh, should we just conduct a forgiveness session here and uh, and and ask God to forgive me for uh, uh, kicking Facebook? <coughs> ah, that's what I got from this Bible study. Forgiveness. The first letter I just. Uh, uh, so how do you do it? Uh, do you uh, forgive the organization for all the things they're doing so the gospel can get through uh, and we have followers of Jesus?
2: Well, I, I I think you just ask the Lord every day. As I go to bed at night, I always ask the Lord, say, well, how did I do today? And quite often He'll bring up an opportunity where I could have spoken to somebody better than I did. And so... Sometimes I just ask his forgiveness, and sometimes I'll contact somebody the next day. And Rick, as I the, the two examples, um, you probably won't even remember, but um, but we're with what you in Brazil had nothing to do with me. But you asked me, you asked my forgiveness for the attitude you had about something, and there was no reason for you to come and talk to me about it because I wasn't involved in it. But uh, I thought that was amazing that you did that. And the other one was just the other week where you called and asked me to forgive you for keeping you at the Bible study <laughs>
0: uh,
2: on a Thursday night. I, that was no big deal. You were telling great stories. But, hey, you asked my forgiveness, so I gave it to you.
3: Yes. Yes. Follow. Okay? Follow. Follow. I'm a follower of Jesus. I follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. All right. I want to get uh, Betty to give me that guitar right here. I want to sing a little song. And... uh And uh,
0: <laughs> Hallelujah, Anyhow. Never, never let your trouble catch you down. When temptations come your way, lift your head up high and say, Hallelujah, anyhow.
3: If today you're convicted that you haven't asked forgiveness, I want you to call that person. Call somebody that you know, that you had a little attrition with it. I was in a church in in Heritage United Methodist Church in uh, Van Buren, Arkansas. And a lady walked in. And the Lord told me, right then, she hates her sister. And I said, you have a sister. And do you hate her? And that was it. I said, you need to go where she is because she's waiting for you. And she said, how do you know? I said, well, if God revealed that to me, he's got to be with her down there. I mean, it's impossible that God is with me telling me your problem of unforgiveness and not deal with, uh, with, with her at the same time, you know. And, uh, and she went, drove two hours, and the two melted as they opened the door. They cried a lot. I, I heard a lot of things today. And Art, we're going to repeat this uh, his teaching art that you did today. The word follow uh, several times next week, and I'm telling folks that when you go into latter, you're going to get on the channel live channel. There'll be programming from nine to twelve every day from nine to twelve, and the numbers are really increasing worldwide. Uh, and uh, I just want to tell you, encourage you. Uh, let me get my phone here. Encourage you our art on this, but uh, uh, if you go into Lattarene.com and uh, you get on the website uh, and uh, you go to the bottom of the website, right there there's a there's a little map of the world with little dots, and you click on it. Just 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 click on it. Put your finger. In, Tap on it, and uh, and today we had. Uh, 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 there's someone right now in Albany, uh, Albany. It's a country. I don't know where it is, but there's someone that uh, from uh, Argentina listening your teaching this morning, Art, and uh, the Lord. And uh, and <laughs> that's something. Over a hundred countries are here. And uh, uh, there's somebody in Belgium listening to us right now. They're on the <laughs> website. So I want you to know that this teaching is going to be repeated several times. If you guys would like to check Art uh, uh we'll have it throughout the month. And you can listen to Art because there was a lot of rich information there that you, you you heard the first time but you didn't quite mm, got it yeah, yeah. but uh, you'll be able to hear again thank you Art the Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus name
2: thank you bless you, bless you. Amen